Are you ready to dive deep into meaningful discussions, explore personal stories, and gain practical insights that can transform your approach to mental fitness? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Real Talk Mental Fitness Podcast, where open conversation and authentic connections come together to empower your mental well-being. I'm your host, Chinazom, and I'm so excited to have you here with us today. Um, so a question I wanted to come on is the things that give you joy. And Felicia, this is one thing where when you told me about being a doula, I definitely wanted to bring it up because I just, it's the other thing as well with your mental fitness, how you have to keep changing and keep, you know, because once something that gave you joy in your 20s and your 30s, as you get older, it might not give you joy. So you have to keep finding what that thing is. And I'd love to I think to me, when you tell me the stories, it just blows my mind that that's such an amazing thing to do, to be bringing life into the world. So I'd love to say, how how did you find out about it? Uh, and yeah, what made you decide to do it? Yeah, it's it's wild. And um, I'm, I'm just so grateful for the, the parents who trusted me to be in the room while they're bringing new life into the world, because I'm always amazed by it. But yeah, I was doing a lot of um, advocacy work um, I was doing very heavily involved in a lot of protest work, doing care work for people who had been jailed, wrongfully jailed, and making sure they were being accounted for and taken care of while they were being, you know, processed through the system. And through that work, there was a woman who was pregnant. And because of her, I met birth workers. And I never heard the term birth worker. I did not know what a birth worker was. This was during the pandemic. And um, those women just, you know, opened in my world and there was an, an unfortunate passing of a, of a black woman at a hospital here in Brooklyn uh, who died in childbirth uh, definitely a preventable death and um, you know that group of birth workers that I knew asked if you know anyone could get to the hospital to just be there to advocate for her and the family and so I went it was right up the street from my house I didn't know what I was going to do it was in my area but I just knew I needed to be there and um you know, the statistics around black mothers dying in childbirth were present during that day. And I remember seeing the face of her partner um, and her family and it's just like pure shock, just, you know, they just could not, you know, believe what just happened. And I just, I just remember feeling overwhelmed with a sense of needing to be involved. Like, how do I help change this? Like, how do I be more than an advocate? Um, and, and one of the birth workers said to me, um, I think you're a doula. She said, you do a lot of care work just naturally. I think you're a doula. And I'm like, you know, what, what is that? <laughs> so um, she told me a little bit about it. And she's like, look, if, you, if you're up for it, just sign up for a program. And I did. And I did the first program. And I still was like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody would trust me to do, to do this. So I did another program. And, um, you know, if anyone has been through that kind of training, at the end of your graduation, the way you get your certification is they tell you, go do births. You're like, Ooh. oh, okay. That's how you, that's how you graduate. graduation. This isn't cheap about to have a baby. Like, go on. <laughs> that's a proper sick, sick or swim moment. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, tell, tell me about that. That's how I ended up doing the second program because I was like, no, 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 trust me, this, this is not okay. So, you know, I, I, at that point, it's like, you know, I paid enough money. I need, I guess I got to go do this. And um, it has not stopped since. You know, I've, I've been a, a part of quite a few births. I just had a birth last week and it was, I mean, there are no words for it. Um, but it's so interesting now that I've gotten into coaching, which is so much of what you do as a doula is coaching. It's being that, you know, support system, but very with a lot of intention, with a lot of sort of guiding someone to this birthing experience that they want to have for themselves and actually, you know, a safe birthing experience that they want to have for themselves. So it's been a beautiful journey. It definitely, I think, has opened me up to realize that um, my life is one that I want to be full of true purpose. And so that requires taking stock often. It requires saying, I have to create the space to do this. This is not a one, I, 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 I create the space for this. And I do, you know, I'm also a marketing executive and somehow um, I end up in births in the middle of, of the work week. Cause you know, as you both know, babies come when babies come. So, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> and that requires me setting up my support. I have to talk to my marketing team and say, look, I'm on call for a birth. If I have to go, I'll check in and they, you know, support me through that. And I've been able to depend on them for that. And so, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful journey. I really feel blessed to do it, but I do know that I would not have been able to exist in the space if I did not go on my own mental fitness journey. Um, I wouldn't have had the capacity for it. Yeah. Just, just when you said that, I think, yeah, that's, having finding the thing that gives you purpose and making space for it is such a, is such a key thing for your mental fitness and when I think about coaching I, I have another job which but the coaching I do as well because I just realized I have to do that like for me it's like it's just something that fills my cup where you get to work with people mm -hmm. just be a safe space and it it just it gives you so much joy that you just think like I have to carve out I don't care what happens I have to carve out the space for it you're actually making me thinking about doula, doing a doula, but I think even if I did two courses, I'd probably have to do the third one as well. Well, we, we need more male doulas. There are a few. We, we need more. Uh, but you're right. Like, it's, 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 it is out. that it's thing that's interesting. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. You know what? Like, because um, I'm just but... thinking the birth of my daughter was, I couldn't thank the nurse and the doctor. I mean, just the way they handled the whole situation. So the, the birth of my son, the doctors were not that great uh and but when you have people who are good it was they were just magical they just literally made the whole experience amazing and i just remember just thinking how much joy must they feel like just getting to to, to do that for somebody and and this and then go away so I just, it did make me think that 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 must be something that just fills your cup up like so much because it doesn't matter how much you get paid to the joy that they brought to us when our daughters when they get handed over our daughters to us was just like yeah yeah, no, and I love what you said. You make you make time for it. Like I, I, it's a, I always get asked like, how do you have so many hours in a day? And I'm like, you know, I don't really. I mean, I don't. I have 24 hours, but I make time. Like I, mm. I realized a long time ago that I had to make time to your point for the things that fill me up. Like I have to prioritize that as much as I prioritize the things I have to do. I can't because that's where you burn. That's where I burned out. Yeah. I started burning out when the things I had to do were taking up all my space. Now I've, I've found a balance where, you know, 
I do, and I, you know, I do a birth once a month, that once a month time that I'm, you know, 12 hours in labor fills me up so much that it, it's, it's so worth it. Um, and so I make the time for it. Hmm. Well, Muriel, I'd love to hear what brings you joy and the things that you have to carve out the time for. <sighs> what brings me joy? Now that is a sixty-four thousand dollar question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you see, I appreciate it. You see, I can do American humor. Boom. boom. <laughs> She's probably thinking, why it's did you sixty-four thousand? I look, look, look. Inflation, <laughs> inflation, baby, inflation. Uh, cost of living. Uh, no, but with regards to what brings me joy, I would say with regards to I'm. Podcasting is one of those things which does bring me joy because this is the thing. Um, it, I've only been in the podcast game since 2019. And with regards to that, I like I used to sit on the mic for the first like five or six episodes, just like, hello, it's me ready be and da -da 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 -da. just me talking by yourself. I was like, no, and no, this isn't this isn't what I want, this is not what I need. Then I started interviewing people, talking to different people, like seeing their life journeys unfold. Like from like ah, one person who's like, yeah, had breast cancer and marathon running was their thing. And like, you know what I mean? From Navy SEALs to basically like, like friggin' spiritualists and stuff like this. I've It's opened me up to speaking to people I would never have conversations with or have opportunities had to build connections with uh, with like say you two lovely people uh, but yeah over the course of time it's like i've often said this on like my podcast episodes like when you're in your 20 like when you're in your late teens your 20s you have a huge you go yes we're going out we are legion and you hear the roar and like, you're like off you go get to your sort of mid 20s early 30s ago we are legion the roar is not as loud but there's still plenty of you around <laughs> uh, yeah get to your sort of like uh, mid 30s early 40s yeah it's like we are legion it's like <clears throat> no we're more like a cracked unit <laughs> like this and like this is the thing and look as each decade goes by, you, like through life itself, you speak to less people. You speak to like that sort of central core group of people, which you go, yeah, where you're comfortable with speaking to them. And this is where you get sort of set in your ways. Mm. And like some people, unfortunately, as time goes by, they don't have anyone to talk to. It's and it's isolationist, it's lonely. And like, if you're talking about mental fitness, wow, that's the quickest way to be mentally sedentary than you can ever see in this world. And like, through the like, through the exposure of all of these people talking to it, it like talking, it's helped me rather than get set in my ways, make me think more critically about life and what goes on. And like basically, yeah, made me healthier on that side of things. Hmm. So that brings like that side of podcasting brings me immense joy. And yeah, it keeps me mentally in shape. It keeps me mentally healthy. Uh, without it, yeah, I'll 
seek out conversations here, but I won't have as much. I won't be able to get the reps in, as they say, you know? And like the other side of it, yes, exercising, fitness, doing that type of thing. Because as I said earlier, you do need, as much as you have the mental, you need the physical to really sort of kick things into gear. And like, yeah, I like I run, I lift weights and like, you know, and it, just to like, not to be like, I must be jacked and ever strong. No, it's all about just like keeping myself healthy, keeping myself in shape. And look, don't get me wrong. Like if I took off my top right now, I'm no rip fella. I'm like, yes, I, I'm a guy who like does like a good, nice meal. And yeah, if you give me a tub of Ben and Jerry's, I'll polish it off in no time at all. But without those two things, I would be in a weakened state. And then, you know, the connection I have with like my lady, like family and everything like that is the other thing. So it's like, yeah, I, and like, this is the thing. When I talk about like family and everything like this, and I'm not the, look, pan pandemic, when it was like all locked down and just like, yeah, right, like, like about, yeah, I'll get up early in the morning during the whole pandemic times, go for a run, a very long run. And like, yeah, I like pretty much like a hermit crab. I was quite comfortable in myself to just do that. So I'm having to be very aware that I don't sort of drift away from all of these connections, drift away from all these people because I know that. My my lady knows if if I had it my way, this is how this is how the house would look in my in my mind. I would have a squat rack, I'll have an exercise bike, a TV, and a podcast area. And like, yeah, there'll be a sofa so she can sit down and watch the TV. And that would be about <laughs> it. <laughs> like, it'll be that simple. And like, you know what I mean? I'll be like, happy as can be. But this is what <laughs> I need to make sure on myself, and I have to check myself, I don't drift yeah. into that realm. And yeah, I, drift into that realm of comfort and away, you know? I wanted to touch on, and this is something, this is what I love about how mental fitness and what brings you joy is unique to everybody. And when I definitely went to your podcast, I don't know if I told you, this is, it was the first podcast I did. I've been doing a series of them. And I... I remember when I first went on, I was like, it was an hour and a half. I was like, Jesus Christ, are we going to talk <laughs> an hour and a half? But the the way you just, you took me like on a journey of my own life. And then the way you asked me questions and got me to reflect. My wife even said when I came back, I was like, just filled with energy, just lifted in that you actually got me to reflect on the things I did. And then I realized that, that that was definitely a gift for you. It was something that I could tell that brings you joy because just the way you did it was like, I was just blown away. And and I found, I'm so glad that you found, that's why I feel everyone needs to find that thing that you can feel it inside mm -hmm. of you. You're doing it. You're like, just just like you would do it for free and, you're, and, and you feel like the other person feels it as well. And I'm, I definitely wanted to highlight that. And what you just touched on, isolation, I think is one of the killers. Um, I feel isolation is worse actually in America than in the UK. I feel in America, everybody gets so into their work. And then it was highlighting the pandemic where people just travel for work and they stay in hotels. And then 
when I've actually traveled in America, people don't have friends because work just takes up everything. So you might have friends where they're just work people for the time and then you move on to another thing. And I think during the pandemic, that's when we realized that we need to talk. We need to talk to different people. That's when I started my podcast in the pandemic, just because I was missing all of my friends in the UK. So I was just like, okay, how are you guys working on your mental fitness? And it just it grew from there. And I do, I do love what you say about just getting different perspective. Because I went on a podcast recently and there was someone who had a different perspective for me. But it was actually enjoyable to realize that, yeah, not everyone thinks the same as me. And it was good to actually, when I did listen to the person, even though I didn't agree with it, I could understand his logic. And I feel that's where we're starting to lose that because we just hang around with our friends or we go on social media and we just see what they do. And then we feel like that's the way the world is. But the world's not like that. And I feel the more we can start to talk with different people, it will definitely help with our mental fitness because we'll just have a bit more openness in, in our lives. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. But I know we are, well, do you guys have a little bit more time? It's three o'clock. Have you got five minutes? I've got five. Okay. <laughs> so before we sign off, <laughs> sure, I'd like to ask five. you guys one thing that you'd like to share with the world that you're going to work on about your mental fitness. Whoever wants to go first. Hmm. The lady. <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> i'll give you guys some time i know um, i just hung up no it's a it's a really great question i think um i am working on emotional rest i mentioned that a little bit earlier it's uh one one of the i would say when you become so self-aware <laughs> it's easy to constantly be tuning in and refining and, and revising. And I think you both have said it, it's a lot of work, it's hard work. And so I've been kind of journeying in emotional rest, like sometimes just letting it be a little messy and then coming back to it um, later. Uh, I'm, I'm getting comfortable with the mess a little bit these days and, and I'm enjoying that. So I'm playing around with emotional rest in my mental fitness. Okay, I love that one. Where you are? I was just going to actually, I'm just going to add emotional rest actually is a big thing for me because I, I used to be so much into my routines. So if I don't exercise, oh, something's going wrong. And my two kids have taught me that you need to throw your routines out the out the window. So I've become a lot more happy with sometimes it's messy. It's going to be messy for a bit, but then I'll get back to it or I'll find something different. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. I would say mental realignment and restructure. Because mm. like, the whole thing is, like, for me, I've got, like, a big life-changing moment. Daughter comes into the world. So, like, the whole thing of how I would mentally handle things before, I can't necessarily do it the same way. Mm. And find that sort of new mental realignment. It's one of those things where it's not so much gaps. It's just a case of, oh, there's this thing which I might need to resolve or like like patch or make stronger or work on at this present time. And so with that, I think that's going to be the sort of next journey over the next couple of years. And it's one of those, well, when I say the next couple of years, it's going to be one of those journeys which constantly adjusts because 
the little blight that keeps growing in. You're getting a personality. <laughs> so at least 18 years. Ah, God, ah, I figured out the game at this mm-hmm. one. Changes again. Went to sleep, all this new update is coming. Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to be kind of working on over the next course of the next few years. We shall see no. where. I love both of them. Emotional rest and mental realignment and restructuring. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much. You really your time. You filled my cup up so much with this conversation. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekends. Oh no worries. Like when are we gonna get paid for this again? you've got got Uh, shillings coming your uh, way uh, 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 no 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 i'm like 1975 yeah pound sterling come on now (laughs) you're gonna be paid in spiritual there we go no thank you this is fun this is so fun bye guys and that brings us to the end of another insightful episode of real talk we hope you've enjoyed today's discussion and have gained valuable insights into enhancing your mental well-being and productivity. Now, before we wrap things up, we have an exciting opportunity for you. Are you curious about your mental fitness score? Want to know how you can improve your overall well-being and boost your productivity? Well, we have just the thing for you. Head over to our show notes where you will find a link to our exclusive mental fitness quiz. It's a quick and easy assessment that will provide you with a personalized score and actionable steps to enhance your general well-being and productivity. It's like having a personal coach in your pocket. And don't forget to subscribe to Real Talk on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know when we release new episodes filled with valuable discussions expert interviews, and practical tips for leading a fulfilling life. You can also connect with me, Chinazom, on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for daily inspirations, updates on upcoming episodes, and behind-the-scenes peeks into the Real Talk community. Remember, your mental well-being matters, and taking small steps towards improvement can make a significant difference in your life. We're here to support you on your journey. Thank you for tuning in today and a special thank you to all our listeners who have joined us on this incredible podcasting adventure. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, keep striving for a better version of yourself. Take care and stay mentally fit.